Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we, of course, want to give a shout-out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. Uh, maybe you're sitting there right now, and you're hungry, and you can't go out to eat, but Angelo's Pizza still has pickup and delivery during these trying times when we are all quarantined, so make sure you look them up. It's Angelo's on Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. Uh, you know, as we talk about people, small businesses that need your support right now, Pollyanna DIY certainly one of them, and they've got all sorts of custom merchandise there for you. Also, thanks to SmartMark Video and, of course, their merger with IWTV. If you want to stream some fantastic wrestling, sign up at independentwrestling.tv and get a five-day free trial. Perfect right now because you're mostly sitting around doing nothing. So sign up for IWTV. Also, check out all of the AIW archives that are on SmartMark Video at smartmarkvideo.com. That we get into uh, this week's episode, kind of bringing you guys up to speed on what's going on. Socially uh, distanced, dis- distanced, socially distanced. Yes, this is a socially distanced uh, podcast episode of the card is going to change. Uh, it's just AIW owner John Thorne sitting in his studio. My and, studio, uh, yes. <laughs> and my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, all the way from, I guess, yeah, my studio. This is great. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're going against uh, all of, uh, the the rules of this podcast, which we always wanted to do it in person, um, and uh, you know it's just not happening with the uh, current state of things. So we are experimenting with Skype for the first time. Two guys that uh, are not so hip to work at Skype. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. The, the audio quality is probably not going to be. Uh, what is expected of the podcast, but you know these are uh, the uh, desperate measures we have to go to to uh, get a podcast out this week. I feel like we're... we didn't do a, a new one last week based on just the chaos of everything. I feel like we're both pretty uh, technologically sound on modern times, but Skype is yeah, Skype is one that we we've never done. <laughs> Well, I've done other podcasts on Skype, but it's just like it's always on my phone, you know. So, oh yeah, uh, which I'm doing it on my phone today because I have no microphone that will plug into my computer, and you know, just totally unprepared for uh, this situation that we are currently in. But uh, <laughs> I, I am in uh, my upstairs office here with uh, trying to get the uh, the most condensed audio possible that uh we we can but yeah this is like I, i'm more of like i wouldn't say i'm technologically sound but i am very uh capable to watch a couple of youtube how-to videos and then trick myself into being uh, somewhat technologically sound and uh we we didn't really prepare we we're just like yeah skype should work and then uh <laughs> we just called, we, we're just winging it right now so hopefully this uh this turns out okay yeah, uh, we hope that you guys are all doing well. Obviously, uh, we're trying to figure this out so that eventually we can get more people involved like you're used to, where it's not just uh, John and myself. But, uh, I mean, I live with a nurse personally, so part of my thing is trying to not be around a ton of people because she's going to have to save lives at some point. 
yeah. you know, I, I don't mean, want to get her sick and you know, it's 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 crazy. Like, you know, as of as we stand right now at this recording, like Ohio is at a stay at home order until at least April sixth. Yes. Um and uh, you know, my job is on my current like we're on like a rotating staff as of now, as it's deemed essential, however, like reduced uh workers being in the in the building. So I am off until March thirtieth. And then I'm supposed to work that week, and then I'm off for another two weeks, and then it, I don't know how long it's going to go on. You know, it's just. But I've been off this whole week as well because I had a cough, and <laughs> based on just the way of the world, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I try to make a doctor's appointment, and you know, I'm getting ready to go. You know, I get to, I, I have to explain to my boss, and which I do not think I have the coronavirus, however they send out all these mandates at work, you know, like stay home if you're sick. Well, I mean, I'm not sick, sick, but I don't know what that even means anymore, you know? So yeah, I, I make an appointment to kind of clear things up for myself to be able to go to work. And, uh, the doctor, I get an alert that the doctor won't even allow me to come to the office cause I have a cough. And, uh, <laughs> it was going to be a phone appointment and i was like what the fuck can you do over the phone and sure enough the you know i call and they're like nope it's a phone appointment and the doctor eventually calls me and asks me some questions and there she's like yeah uh okay now you have to stay home from work for uh 72 hours even though you probably don't have covid19 it's a precautionary measure you must be isolated so i've been at home since i've been off work since monday and now, you know, I'm off at another completely, you know, additional week. So I'm going to, you know, it's just, it's crazy. I don't know when I'm ever going to see the outside world again, I guess. I, uh, I've been shut down for some time. I'm trying to think about it. I think March 12th, I did a comedy show. And at that point, it was crowds under 100 people. And then on the 14th, I was the guest judge of a, an air guitar event. At the Winchester. Oh, yeah. I forgot that those people even contacted us. Looking yeah. for judges. Yeah, and I felt bad because there was only like 30 people. They're big AIW fans, too, uh, and it was awesome. But, you know, there was like 30 people showed up, and the guys were a little down about it. I'm like, you guys, people are scared right now. And the very next day, they announced, hey, we're shutting down bars and everything. And, of course, I bartend. So, I mean, I've, I've been doing nothing for some time and and the flip side of living with a nurse too is like now i'm really trying to not be around people as much as this thing spreads even more because i I mean i don't i don't know i I guess i'm more likely than others to get it at some point should she bring it home because you just don't know well uh like just to circle back to my isolation order it was all based on my awful bout with pneumonia a few years ago so right uh, they were like, you can't take any chances, so you must you, you must stay home because, you know, like I guess it attacks like your breathing and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, and and I felt like fine, like, but just the fact that I had like just probably your average everyday, you know, Dave Meltzer cough, uh, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> you you must you must stay home. So I've been home since um, I've been home since Tuesday. And, you know, I've gone out for like 
some groceries and stuff like that, but there's there's nothing else you could really do, you know. Um, well, I think to bring everybody up to speed, as we've been talking about this stuff, it's a, a great jumping off point. You know, you mentioned that we are um, under order to stay at home by the governor of Ohio until April sixth. Uh, so there's that, but I think we go back even further and we started hearing about, Hey, no more than a hundred people. And then I think it became 50 people and then, uh, 10 people. It, it's crazy. It's just, it's crazy how fast the whole thing escalated. Cause like it just really came out of nowhere in the last two weeks or something like that. Um, it's uh, I'm, it's like it changed so much every single day. It's hard to even like properly backtrack on how it affected AIW because, I mean, we were we were trying to keep it going until the you know until the very the very last straw, which I think was last Sunday, was like the last last straw on everything but um yeah so i'm trying yeah, to think you're my, right because I, so initially the first domino to fall was our uh our columbus show got canceled because these that guys was were, like yeah day like the day one thing which i i want to believe it was a thursday um the governor spoke for the first time in which they shut they, I believe they shut the schools down and they started, uh, they made like the restriction. And at the time, <laughs> Ohio was like one of the strictest and it was a hundred people. And I mean, as soon as I got home from work that day, there was an email from the hoof-hearted brewery that said, Hey, we have to cancel this event, uh, based on the new government mandate. And that was just like, it's when I got that, I was just like, so much more is about to fall apart and there's just nothing that can be done about it, you know, because we had been, and like I had said previously, you know, we had been like talking with them for two years almost on getting this event together. Right. And here we are a few weeks away and it just goes up in flames, like instantly, like that was the first chip to fall. And like, it was, you know, like, and then, you know, in my position and, you know, I, I know I kind of said this on Twitter, but it's like, I have such a, the show must go on mentality. Uh, that's just how we've always been, you know, even when we've had awful ticket sales or, you know, things that we know are going to be complete failure. Like we just, you know, like you just go down with the ship because people did pay and there are people that are looking forward to coming. So it's like the show must go on. And when the Columbus thing fell apart, I knew that it was going to be bad. And then, you know, you're looking at the Odeon for March 20th. And we had already sold well over 100 tickets for that. Mm. And there's this new order for no, like, no gatherings of more than 100. Well, the main event is a 30-person battle royal, you know? Right. And so that's 30 not including like the 200 plus tickets that were sold. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Like, so then, um, Friday 
Friday morning, I get the message from the Odeon and it's like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, well, okay, Columbus went yesterday. Here goes, you know, here goes the Odeon. And uh, I talked to Chris from the Odeon and he said, you know, they had consulted a lawyer to find out how legitimate everything was. And, um, you know, they found out that, yeah, you know, if you disobey an executive order from the governor, you can be facing quite a bit of repercussions because, you know, not only AIW, they had concerts and other shows booked there, you know, right. and they have, they have a lot of money out there. Uh, and you know, they were advised like, no, you, you got to cancel it. So <laughs> I talked to him and I said, you know, just, I don't know, I guess like holding on to the last bit of hope. I thought that by the following week, which would have been, you know, uh, last week, things may have gotten under control. Uh, and that was just a naive thinking on my part. So, you know, the Odeon agreed like, hey, uh, yeah, like, let's just, let's wait it out. Because my thought process was, was why cancel now when we don't know what's going to happen? We still have a full week, you know? Things could change drastically in a week and, you know, everything could be under control. And, well, and- uh, and some of the thoughts that were happening too, the Odeon was willing to work with us, was that, you know, hey, maybe there was a way we could do this with, you know, 50 fans are sitting front row and we can still provide some sort of live streaming for people right. to watch at home and and be able to make money that way and, and pay our talent that way. So Because we knew that these guys were ultimately probably going to miss out on right. plenty like, of bookings. And that was the thing is like we were trying to work something out. Like we were going to be on IWTV and we were trying to work out like a thing to where maybe, you know, we could uh, have like a, a donation thing up on the screen or, you know, we could really push like, you know, uh, send money to this PayPal account and then we can just we would distribute it among the wrestlers. And we were trying to think of different ways to where we could cover the budget, still pay everybody and uh you know stream it while also kind of abiding by the rules that were kind of set forth by the state of ohio and uh there were you know there was a lot of communication going on with smart mark video and iwtv and the odeon over the weekend which would have been last weekend and then on sunday the governor spoke again and they closed all bars and restaurants and like that was pretty much the nail in the coffin, and then they had uh, they had advised that groups no no larger than fifty, and then the same day the president advised groups no larger than ten. So uh, once the you know because they said all bars and restaurants must close unless you serve food, and the Odeon does not serve food. So that was pretty much, you know, that was pretty much it, you know, like, and the food thing became eventually becomes takeout and delivery only. Well, that's what I'm saying on on Sunday, on Sunday, he, he made that proclamation that you could stay open if you do uh, takeout, if you do takeout or delivery. And where that stemmed from (laughs) is because, uh, last, I guess would be, yeah, last Tuesday, so it was St. Patrick's Day. At the time that the governor makes his order, it's the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day, which in Cleveland is a huge, joyous celebration. But a lot of the smaller towns on the outskirts of Cleveland celebrate on the weekend. And there are a couple bar crawls and things like that. 
And so people were cop callers and <laughs> tweeted at the governor and sent him emails of photos of people crowding bars by far more than a hundred people. Yeah. Just like, to, like that's to get that, hammered. And like that Saturday, I know that there was like a little thing going on in West park in the West park area in Cleveland. And it was packed. You know, Nick yeah. Sanka was like, I don't understand what the big deal is, man. PJ McIntyre's is, is wall to wall. And like, <laughs> Sure enough, you know, the next day, all the bars are, are, you know, shut down. And once that happened, that was pretty much it for the Odeon. And, you know, it was kind of like a Band-Aid getting ripped off because uh, I kind of knew that it wasn't going to happen. But I was just holding out hope, you know. And, uh, you know, it sounds bad, but I'm kind of glad that the decision was made for me because I don't know that I would have made the decision just out of, uh, you know, my, I, I guess like bullheadedness to like, to complete the show that's advertised, like, that's just how I always am. And, uh, you know, that it was, the decision was made for us and there was nothing I could do. And, um, you know, as soon as that order came out, uh, I was just like, you know, I think that's it. And I started contacting everybody and saying, you know, it's just, there's no way we can do it now. And the Odeon, you know, obviously, agreed with that and uh that's you know that's just the hardest thing is is then you know i have to try to cancel everybody and uh you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna reveal them but there were several surprises booked for the gauntlet just the gauntlet match in which there were flights and other things involved and um you know i gotta cancel those people and uh you know uh and then you gotta have that talk well you know, obviously I still want to do this, but who knows what's going to happen now? You know, who knows how long we're going to be shut down? Um, you know, and those people could have, you know, and that, and not saying it leads to anything, but, you know, we saw Matthew Justice return in a one-off in the gauntlet and, you know, that led to a lot of things. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a decent opportunity for people, uh, to get that surprise kind of slot. And, you know, I'd spent, so so much time booking that gauntlet you know there was freaking dry erase boards all over my living room trying to put it together <laughs> and uh you know that's that was a big frustrating thing but you know we had to kind of we had to there's nothing we could do about it you know and um i don't know when the return date's going to be because we don't know when this is all going to be done and over with you know every even you know this we're talking a week ago and since then you know, so much has changed, you know, like, uh, as of today, you know, Ohio is on, a, you know, they say it's a stay home order. Like we're pretty much on lockdown, you know, we could go to the yeah. grocery store, we can go to the grocery store, or, you know, go help your grandma. But like, that's pretty much the, the <laughs> only way you're allowed to leave your house unless you have like one of those essential jobs. And yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, pro wrestling promoter, uh, or pro wrestler is not an essential job according to the state of Ohio. And so, you know, then even at that point, though, once we knew that the Odeon was uh, was getting shut down, there still was a potential chance that the collective in Tampa was going to happen and that we maybe would have a show, uh, I guess now would be next week, April 2nd. And then that shoe drops. (laughs) Yeah, that was I mean. Uh, once 
once Columbus went and once Gauntlet went, I felt that the collective was just a matter of time. Um, just from a promoter standpoint, it's like, okay, say we're allowed to do it. Like, how many people with what's going on in the world are even comfortable like coming to an event at this point? Um, there's just so many outside factors, and it's just like there's no way that this is going to happen. And we were all banking on WrestleMania also not happen, happening. And, uh, you know, as of this recording, at least, now they're going forward with a no-fans event. And, uh, you know, that was just, you know, so that was, like, really a dagger. Because it's like, okay, we're, we're going to have to postpone the collective, but... You know, WrestleMania is obviously going to have to postpone as well. That's kind of the thought process amongst all the promoters that were involved in the collective and when we were talking. And, you know, you're hearing all these different rumors of June or August or, you know, like, just like everything else. Like, here's the thing is, like, wrestling fans, like, you know, we're hearing all the same information at all the same time. You know, like, I don't have this, like, secret you know, uh, like, I guess like a uh, secret, you know, connection to the governor of Ohio or the president or, you, you don't have the, you uh, know. the governor's not a part of the non-existent AIW hall of fame, huh? Right. Or like the, uh, you know, just like, or Vince McMahon. It's like, I like all these people are like messaging me and I'm just like, dude, I know as much as you do. Like I'm learning this information at the exact same time. And, uh, you know, so, once the once the uh, once WrestleMania moved, uh, obviously at that point we were forced to postpone the collective. What we didn't anticipate was, you know, like well, then you hear the rumor is like, okay, it's just an insurance thing, so it's really not going to happen at the Performance Center. Like it's just like for show, and then uh, you know we're, we have hope on that, and then it seems like it's going on. So now it's like, you know, who knows what's going on with the collective? Like, you know, we will still do a show if there's somewhere to do a show, obviously, but without a WrestleMania anchor to bring in a hundred thousand wrestling fans, it's really hard for these promoters to be able to do it because, you know, like what is a big indie show pull? Like 500, a thousand people tops, you know, so it's like it's really hard to try to do it on our own as well. And like well, that's why we're all kind of in this weird like kind of purgatory uh, as to like what's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I and I think the other side of it, too, with the fans is even without WrestleMania anchoring. Now we are in this unique situation where fans don't know what kind of financial uh, situation they are going to be in because you probably it's, you have some people who maybe got some money back that they had spent you know refunds or canceling Airbnbs or hotels or whatever the case would be with Tampa, but now a lot of the country and uh, WrestleMania being an international event, a lot of the world is going on a shutdown and you have people not working and not every country is doing like you know Italy has suspended any sort of bills there's like. You don't have to pay anything. There are no expenses coming out of people's pockets right now. Everything is shut down. And that's not the case 
here and necessarily in some other places and people are trying to figure out how to pay for stuff. So now once things do get back going, people aren't necessarily going to have the money to, you know, to, to make a trip to Tampa or, or, you know, even if the collective got moved to Jersey, people may not have the money to fly there, drive there, you know, put themselves up for four days and, and purchase tickets, you know, and, and purchase uh, tickets. Yeah. So everything right now, I guess, is on the collective front is we're just kind of in, in a holding pattern. I mean, obviously, we all want to go forward and we want to do something. And we just don't know. You know, I, I keep getting a lot of questions about that. Is it going to be in Tampa? Is it going to be somewhere else? Is it going to be this weekend? Is it going to be that weekend? Is, we have no idea what to do because this information hit us in a shock because we were all anticipating – like, you know, the MLB season is postponed, you know, or suspended, or the NBA season is suspended or postponed. You know, we were all anticipating WrestleMania will also be suspended or postponed. And then once they announce the new date, then, the then you know, the collective, you know, like we had a hold on the building, you know. So it's like we could try to move that deposit, you know, elsewhere for other dates, which would coincide with the new WrestleMania dates when they said they're going forward with it with no fans, which nobody in the fucking world would have <laughs> ever guessed that they would give up all that money just to go forward. Uh, you know, we don't know what to do at this point. And, you know, I, I have no answer on that. Honestly, like there is a plan to do something at some day eventually, but we just don't know. Because you can't make a plan for anything right now, you know. Like, we have a show, we have a show in April twenty fourth that we don't even know if it's going to be allowed to go or not. Right. Um, you know, we have a show in May in Akron that we don't know if it's going to be able to go or not. So, like, you can't also then book the makeup dates now because who knows? You know, like this thing could be over next week. This thing could be over in, uh, on Labor Day weekend. You know, you don't know. We don't know how long the country is going to kind of be in this sense of, you know, disarray and, and with no idea on what's going to happen. Where does this put AIW from a financial standpoint? Because you see a lot of talk about people concerned and uh, there was the article, was that on Vice? Is that what, what Bix wrote for? Uh, about how mania, you know, running from the performance center is going to impact independence where does this put aiw because you've, you've we've had flights that were paid for it sucks i mean it sucks i'm not gonna lie um you know uh i was going to war with priceline all week and weekend and i finally got to speak to somebody and you know uh, listen as much as these places are saying like you know no big deal on the you know like on the travel changes and this and that it's kind of a fucking lie because yeah. Oh, are they going to give credits? Yes. But there's loopholes to those credits. Like for example, <laughs> um, I had a flight for Pedro booked for, uh, Tampa for WrestleMania weekend. I booked it through Priceline. He's on two different airlines, right? So, then, you know, all Priceline, a lot of what Priceline is telling you is like, well, you have to consult to this airline because we don't have, you know, it's at their discretion. So I've waited uh, five days 
for them to tell me I have to now call this airline myself. But, you know, one of the things that they were like, oh, yeah, we have um, American Airlines. We have a, you know, a, a directive or whatever set forth. And uh, so now Pedro has a credit in his name. However, he can only use it to fly from Tampa, Florida to Akron, Ohio. You cannot change the route. <laughs> so it's like, why, if WrestleMania don't happen and the collective does not happen in Tampa, he has no reason to be flying from Tampa back to Akron, Ohio. So, yeah, is there a credit in his name? Yes. Can it be used? Probably not. So, you, like, we did not recoup any of that money. And that's just an example. Um, similar things for Gauntlet, you know, like, uh, we, like there was absolutely no refunds given, uh, by any of the airlines there's credits given, but you know, you have to, you have to use those for that specific person. And a lot of the times in those specific routes. So, you know, uh, like the big thing that I didn't even now has changed when I talked to Priceline, Eric Stevens has, was still retired. So I was like, well, fuck that one, you know, like uh, there's nothing I can do with that one. Well, so now I'm going to have to call back and see if I can at least get him credits, you know, <laughs> because he is going to do some stuff again, I guess. But, yeah. um, which actually I'm, what would have been nice is because he's not far from Tampa. If you could have taken that Pedro flight and transferred to a different name, but that's a non-transferable thing. Right. I mean, so after nine, yeah. after, after nine 11, pretty much everything's non-transferable, you know? Um, and there's some cases where they'll let you transfer it, but it's, you know, like a hundred, two hundred dollar change fee. It's crazy. So, um, it's just, uh, from a financial standpoint, it's been a complete nightmare. You know, um, I was just thinking about this today because, you know, last year was, was pretty successful, you know, like from a just reach standpoint, uh, the fight, the fight pay-per-views last year for WrestleMania weekend were just like astronomically way better than anyone ever anticipated, you know, um, mm -hmm. which resulted in a good chunk of change for us. You know, we spent a lot of money last year, but we got most of it back, maybe profitable. I don't like, I never really broke down the numbers that good to be like, was this profitable? It wasn't a gigantic loss though. You know, like I know that much. Um, so, you know, in the last two months, you know, I've made all these kind of upgraded purchases, so to speak, to because, you know, I was anticipating the same thing. Uh, you know, as people saw on Twitter, I bought new championship belts, you know, like because I thought, like, we're going to have this influx of money coming in, you know. So, yeah, I have a new we have a new absolute title, a new intense title. Um I also, you know, spent a couple thousand dollars to get new ring posts for the low ring so we could start, you know, adding some potential bar shows again uh, throughout the summer. You know, there's a, you, uh, a place in Canton that wanted us and there's other places in the Winchester and all these other things that we need that low ring available. So I'm like, well, we're going to have this influx of money coming in, you know, so let's, yeah. you know. Let me just buy it now. And uh, we you know, bought a some, new canvas for Tampa. And we, we <laughs> bought the we bought the most expensive canvas. We bought a black canvas, which is, you know, which we were getting those blue ones because they were cheaper. 
but you know, like we're like, ah, fuck it. You know, like this is, we're going to kill it again. <laughs> like, let's get the, let's get the $700 canvas. Let's get that one, you know? And, uh, <laughs> it's just all of that comes out. Right. And then, you know, like I'm looking at the, I'm, I'm looking at the balance and then it's like, well, gauntlet's off. I have to offer refunds, you know? Right. Uh, so there goes thousands of dollars. Oh, Thunder Paradise is off. I have to offer refunds even more thousands of dollars because, you know, those tickets and those tickets are more expensive. So it's like Mm -hmm. that was just like tons and tons of money going out. And I haven't even completed them all because like I I honestly and like I apologize to people that are waiting on that money. Uh, It was just like I needed a break from just seeing like everything crumble around me, to be perfectly honest. Uh, It's like. I sent, I, I think I sent you a screenshot and I was like, Hey, take a look at the PayPal. And it was like minus 200 minus three, you know, like yeah, it was like, yeah, it, the whole screen was like minus hundreds of dollars each transaction. And I was like, that's just what fits on the screen. I was like, I could probably do that two, three more times, uh, with all the money that is being refunded. And look, I get it. That's my obligation. The event did not happen. You know, it's an act of God or whatever you want to call it. I, uh, and I'm not. I'm not insinuating that I don't want to give the refunds whatsoever. I'm just saying from a from a business standpoint, like seeing all that money go out, it's just like fuck. And then like I think about all those like just uh, upgrade purchases because you think that you're going to have all this money coming in, and uh, you know, yeah. I mean, that's like, that's how you budget a business in general. You you estimate money coming in, and then you plan accordingly. Okay, this is coming in, and e- even if you underestimated how much money was coming in, just to be on the safe side, it's still a lot. Right, and you know, I was like, "Fuck it, man, we'll be fine." You know, like we're gonna do we're gonna do okay. The Thunder and Paradise card was very uh, cost effective or however you want to describe it. It was an AIW show just like last year. We just didn't have the big, you know, we didn't have the big ticket guys, so to speak, like the Scott Steiner and the Otanis on there, but the show was still very good. It was just like, it was a lot more uh, cost friendly for us. So I was really, I was really anticipating that, where we were i guess last year to where we were kind of like it wasn't like a gigantic win but it was still a win like i was really trying to kind of maximize our profitability this year so because you know a lot of these guys last year weren't the guys but like this year a lot of them are you know big time players in independent wrestling right now so it was kind of like let's Mac, let's, you know, let's, let's focus more on our guys than even last year. And we can, you know, really, you know, make this a win and kind of, uh, you know, set up, set ourselves up, you know, like, and, uh, to kind of, you know, spend more money on the jail at weekend and buy these upgrades and do all this stuff. And like, you know, it was like, it was really what I thought was the most kind of, you know, thought out far distance plan, like long-term planning that we've done in quite some time. And, you know, it all fell apart. And and the other thing is, is like, you know, we sat down a year ago 
and hammered out all these dates. You know, when we booked all of our kind of core guys that we wanted to build around for all these dates. And now, you know, we're looking at, you know, one cancellation, two postponements, maybe three or four postponements. How do you, one, and, you know, when all these companies are postponed, then how do you find that makeup date in which you can get all those guys that all the plans were made for? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. say, you know, for example, like, okay, we're going to do the gauntlet makeup date on this date. And then, mm-hmm. well, uh, the Odeon isn't available. It's only available on this date. And then you go to that date and that's, uh, you know, that's an AAW date, you know? And it's just like, they've booked some of the same people we booked already. So it's like, now you got to find another date, you know, to try to get those people. And the whole thing is just like, I know I'm rambling, but the whole thing is just a fucking mess. Like well, to think so, about. So let's talk about that real quick. As of right now, April 24th isn't canceled. I mean, as we sit here today, it looks like there's a good probability of that. Um, and then May 16th would be the next date, uh, which is in Akron. But in an ideal scenario, in an ideal we, scenario, we still get to would, have those shows. In, in, in an ideal scenario, you know, if April 24th is a go, uh, you know, you just kind of flip the order a little bit <coughs> and you do the rap show and then maybe May 16th turns in the gauntlet. You know, okay. like that's that's like the short term plan right now. But we don't know. You know what I mean? Like we have no idea. And uh, it sounds bad, but for my fucking mental health. I am not even trying to formulate a what if plan right now because, you know, like I just look at all these companies, for example, that tried to do these what if empty arena shows that have all got smoked, you know, like freelance was like, all right, we're going to do this every week or whatever. And like before they even did one, they got shut down, you know, and it's just like, yeah, I don't even want to think about any of the makeup stuff, any of it, because like, you know, do we expect that we couldn't even really leave our houses, you know, like last week, you know, it's right. like, yeah, it's constantly changing. So I just can't, uh, I, you just can't do the what ifs right now because, you know, this could thing could be over in two weeks. This thing could be over in two months. This thing could be over, you know, in a year. We, we have no idea. <coughs> There's my cough again. <laughs> so you you are one of the i guess smarter of the independent promoters in a sense that um you've always kind of held a i guess rainy day fund for lack of better terms and that has us okay because of those flights uh the way you would describe it would be uh, if we had back-to-back shows that just flopped and nobody came, hey, we'd still be okay. We'd be able to pay the talent. But I imagine that a lot of that is is probably gone by the wayside based upon your description of you know, having made purchases because you thought that the money was going to be coming in. Would that sound correct? Um, so, yeah, I mean the i have the benefit of maybe some other promoters don't to where i have like a decent enough job to where like 
I can pay all my bills with my job. So like, I don't rely on AIW for anything, you know, it just all kind of sits in an account other than, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I'll buy all the guys dinner or, you know, like we'll, we'll do some work and I'll cover food, you know, on AIW or, you know, uh, at the after party or, you know, things like that. But for the most part, it does sit in an account. Um, and we are set up, you know, like the built to last thing isn't, you know, just like a statement. Like we are built to last. There is money in the bank right now. And, you know, without uh, doing shows like we can cover. But, you know, I guess like, you know, I guess the business uh, terminology for it is burn rate. I don't know what our burn rate is right now to where we can burn through this money and then um, be okay, you know, because we still do sure. have bills, you know, yeah. we still do have bills, you know, even though the wrestling school is shut down, we still got to pay for that space. You know, the ring is set sitting there right now. So, you know, we still got to pay that monthly bill. Uh, you know, we have a gigantic storage unit that is a few hundred dollars a month. We still got to pay that bill. You know, we don't want all that fucking shit going up for auction. We got to pay the bill. <laughs> Um, you know, and there's just, there's other things that we have to pay monthly. There's, I mean, there's know. a credit card that, that, that we have, that's got to get paid off and it just to get people which, ideas. In like, which that I have not paid because I know that that's going to be a significant chunk. And I was hoping to get some refunds on there before I even, uh, you know, broach that subject. And when I didn't get the refunds, you know, that's what I'm going to try to do this week is like, I'm going to suck it up and be like, okay, like if I pay this off, what's this going to take our balance down to? And, you know, we have money, but it's, uh, it's going to go quick is I I guess the point I'm trying to get across because we, we do have these monthly expenses and, um, you know, you can't stop them, you know, like it's not stopping them with no income coming in. Uh, you know, sooner, you know, we'll, we have some income, you know, like whatever you're buying off smart mark video, or, uh, if you're watching on IWTV and W shows, like we are going to get some income from that. It's not going to be like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, it's going to, you know, it'll be a, it, it'll be a couple hundred bucks probably depending on how much stuff is bought, you know? Um, but you know, it's, it's going to kind of be like, you know, like if if I boil down the monthly expenses versus the money coming in, it's gonna be, you know, it, it's it's really gonna uh, it's gonna be tight. And you know, I haven't even finished doing the refunds. You know, like uh, refund requests are coming in every day for Tampa, um, for Gauntlet. You know, I've I've stated and for and for Thunder in Paradise, if you keep that ticket, it will still be active whenever the show happens, but as we covered on this podcast, some people are out of work and they really need whatever money they can get right now. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, and that's, I understand that that's no disrespect to anybody, you know, like it's your money and you need it. Um, and you know, that's just kind of, like I said, that's the cost of doing business or whatever you want to call it. It just, it sucks to be like, when you look at that, what, which our PayPal account was just always so, uh, like, so I guess healthy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you look at thousands and thousands of dollars having to go out for refunds, and then you're looking at your monthly bills that are about to come out, 
you're like, fuck, you like, how long, how long can we do this to, to where it's going to be down? It's going to be down to zero pretty quick. And then once it hits zero, then you're accumulating debt. And, you know, how do you dig yourself out of that debt when you don't know when you're going to be able to do another show, you know, like, or like, if you say when we can do a show, are people going to be comfortable gathering in a large group again? Um, there's a lot of factors that are just like, you know, not to sound grim, but like, who knows how many independent promotions, AIW included, can even bounce back from this situation. Well, and I think the last thing that you mentioned is is an important part as well. Um, you know, even if the money that you have set aside for something well, I guess like this, not that you would have predicted something it to be this situation, but even if you still have some of that money left, we run our first show and you're right. Maybe people are scared to go around and heck, maybe we only sell 75 tickets because people don't want to be in that kind of an environment right away. That, yeah, that money, we're like, going to burn through that money right there. Right. Because, you know, like I hate to tell you guys this, but like, as much as there's the stigmas of like independent wrestling is like, you know, guys work for 10 bucks or in a hot dog, know, yeah. a hot dog or whatever. That ain't fucking, that ain't the case, <laughs> especially with fucking Pedro running the fucking running the payment, you know, plans, you know, he, he takes care of everybody because, you know, he was the guy there that was doing ring crew for, for, you know, nothing for a year. So he makes sure he takes care of everybody. If you're a student on the show, you know, you're getting paid, uh, unless you're somebody that really, really annoys me. And I specifically say, don't pay that person. But, uh, for the most part, you know, Pedro's paying everybody, you know, everybody's getting something. So, um, that money, you know, the 75, 75 tickets is like, you're barely covering anything, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, even those shows that are drawn 400, you know, those are like, sometimes are break even, break even budget wise and then you make it up with the the fight streams or you know the IWTV stuff that comes in because uh, mm-hmm. you get paid a little bit differently when you watch live versus when you watch on demand so um, uh, it's it's crazy oh another thing I bought so much merch from Eric Ryan to get ready for Tampa and uh, like, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dreading when it's ready and I have to pay that bill because you know I we loaded up on stuff, you know, like, uh, and so, you know, uh, you could probably expect some, uh, as soon as I get it, some, probably some, some mail order, uh, Twitter fucking merch sales going on because we have no money. Like we really like, we have some money, but nothing significant. Like when you sell 400 tickets, money coming in for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So I I think this is kind of a, a good, uh, wrapping up point, but for people who do want to help us, again, you said it, buy stuff on SmartMarv. Um, the IWTV, it's it's not just about signing up, but logging AIW well, hours, right? Yeah, so it's like not to get too, not to expose too much of the business practices or whatever, or the deals, but you know, like we get paid like per hour viewed, so like the more hours of AIW you watch or the more hours of whatever your favorite indie company on there is, you know, like the payment is like based on like your hours viewed. So 
if you could sit there and when you're quarantined and just marathon some AIW stuff, that would probably help us. Um, and you know, they also have a, they also have a, a shop where they sell AIW t-shirts on IWTV. That helps us. Um, our pro wrestling tea store, uh, that would help us. Uh, like you said, smart rock video, DVDs, MP4s, um, that helps us and our Patreon in which, you know, I've been adding all sorts of stuff to our Patreon um, because, you know, what else do I have to do? You know, I have all this stuff sitting around, you know, I've, we've, <laughs> we've gathered all this stuff over time and, um, you know, I have not released it all on Patreon yet. You know, we've made content that I was just, I'd stagger release. And now, you know, I'm just, and I'm going through stuff and I'm putting stuff on there. I found like the first AIW flyer that I just put on Patreon and, um, I uploaded the music, the awful, just awful music video to open the first AW show. Uh, I put that on Patreon and like, you know, we have special podcasts and, um, matches. I'm trying to, you know, get active on our YouTube again and upload more stuff. It's just like, it's like, uh, it's like a fire sale right now. It's just like everything that we can get out there to try to make any sort of income. Uh, I'm trying to do, you know, especially, it like I'm at least off of work for the next week. So I'm going to get like pretty heavy on just trying to figure out what everything I have like possibly that has not been released and, you know, uh, just try to get that stuff out there because we, you know, we can be looking at months and months of this and uh, you know, a, we don't want people to forget about AIW because it's going to, yeah, be that's very, what I was going to say. When you talk it's about gonna be very YouTube, easy. Yeah. We, 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 We've grabbed a lot of new fans, and uh, you've got to you've got to find a way. That's going to be kind of our our challenge now is to find a way to stay active in those fans' lives until we can have a show again. Right, and you know that's going to be the difficult part because you know there's everyone's kind of facing the same problems. You know, like just because like you know, and I and I do appreciate that because you know like. Uh, AIW is my world and I'm facing all of these problems. And I assume that a lot of people are facing all sorts of problems with their jobs and their families and being cooped up with, you know, their wives or girlfriends or husbands or whatever, you know, like there's all sorts of just like stuff that everyone is dealing with. And it's easy for people to kind of forget about AIW because there are all these problems going on in the world. So I am going to try to be more active in at least trying to keep people's attention for at least a few minutes uh, a week because, uh, you know, when we come back, I do want to come back strong. But as I stated, there are a lot of hurdles, you know, that we are facing even when we are allowed to promote events again. Um, so it is just, uh, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, honestly, like, it's just crazy uh, to think about just like you try to analyze everything and there's just no answer and there's no idea on when we can get back to normal. And it's it, it sucks and it's stressful. But I will say, like, once the you know, once all the chips fell and we had to cancel the shows, like. I did feel this sense of relief because it was just like, it's over. You know what I mean? And like, not like an AIW is over. It's just like the stress of trying to like make it to the finish line is over. It's not happening. 
it's been done for us. There's nothing like, cause until like that final, you know, straw was pulled or whatever, we were trying to figure everything out and like, you know, really racking our brains and stressing ourselves out, trying to figure out a way, you know, to, to make these shows happen. And, um, you know, I, I was somewhat relieved when it was just like, it's over, you know, there's nothing more that I could do because I put more pressure on myself than anybody could put, possibly put on me. And, uh, you know, from a fan, from fan feedback to whatever, like nobody puts more pressure, uh, and strives for more success than I do on myself. And once that, like, it is a weird feeling because there's been no point in my life to which I had no shows to look forward to, no shows to be working on. Uh, since I was, you know, 15, 16 years old, I always had something going on with wrestling. And it's just like this weird relief to where it's like, maybe like once it all comes back, you know, I'll be able to just kind of really enjoy it a little bit more than what I've been doing because, it is like it, 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 it's an intense pressure, you know, and like I have not had that pressure outside of my body for, I don't know, ever, probably. So uh, it's just a strange feeling. And I don't even know if that, what I just said makes any sense, but <laughs> it, is a, it is a strange feeling to just like really have nothing to kind of like focus on to where I, you know, I can go and like I can get, I can do the, you like, when it was me and Chandler and it was like Chandler did his things and I did my things. It's like, you know, I was, I grew the YouTube, you know what I mean? And I did all these other kind of side gigs on top of the other stuff. And it's like, now, you know, I can focus on some of these side things again, that kind of helped grow AIW in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and, and it's just, it was just a fucking ramble. I mean, I don't know. There's so much <laughs> going on in my head. I don't know. In in terms of the podcast, folks, um, I guess if there's a silver lining, there there are plenty of shows that we have yet to review and talk about on the podcast. So you can look forward to that in the coming weeks. And we actually um, and we actually re- up to. And we actually recorded one yeah. pre pre COVID nineteen outbreak that I just didn't release yet because I wanted to have like at least a buffer to explain like you know if Josh Bishop is on there talking about. Tampa, you know, like right, yeah. It, it was recorded, you know, three weeks ago before any of this stuff happened. Um, which is, you know, part of me wants to release it, part of me wants to just re record it, you know, because <laughs> who knows, you know, who knows what we even talked about. It's like it's so much has happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I don't, I can't even remember what that podcast was even like, wh- what it was about and what we talked about, but you know, I know like it's not going to age well based on the last two weeks. I think, I think the people are going to want to hear it though. They're going to, I think it's, uh, you know, who, who knows? I think we talked about, uh, AIW 200 is a show that we reviewed. No, it was, uh, it was bad boy for life. Oh, because, it was bad boy for life. It was Joe, yeah. Joey Janela was going to make his return to AIW last week, <laughs> which who knows if that'll happen now, you know, like there's so much just in flux and it's like, how do you even make a plan? Well, well, that's that's what we're gonna try to do, folks. As soon as we're able to make a plan, we'll try to make a plan for you. But uh, I think that's it's probably a good endpoint. Unless you want to ramble some more, John, it's up to you. No, I mean I'm gonna have so much. <laughs> I'm gonna have so much more to ramble. We we might as well just <laughs> save it for another day. <laughs> All right, I'm cooped well, up in this fucking little office here in my house. So, 
hopefully uh, you guys are staying as healthy healthy as you can, practicing social distancing, and uh, you know, wash like your fucking podcast. hands. Like just like this podcast, social distancing. Yeah, we're you know we're trying to lead by example here, so that you guys do it too. Uh, until next week, uh, for John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you right here on the card is going to change.